0: I feel running a podcast uh you have to, you're supposed to take some responsibility, you know, not do not just put out irresponsible information. You know, you have a fiduciary responsibility to not just put out some speculation, right? So, when I go into this, you know, podcast title of, you know, turning 10k to 1 million dollars, Boy, oh boy, do I want to put a grain of salt and black pepper and some paprika with a little bit of vinegar on there, a little bit of jerk seasoning, a little bit of everything. When I say, for the love of God, this is just my opinion. This is not financial advice. Don't feel like this is your golden ticket. But with all that preamble being said, if i saw an opportunity in the market i mean this is it this is our generation's opportunity this is like the the bitcoin event right you know buying bitcoin when literally it's worth nothing you know and right now i see one asset class that just seems like it just seems like such an obvious investment right and you know, there is flight crew, and goddamn it, if I, you know, am gonna be responsible, uh, I think you know, listening to this podcast, you earned the responsibility to digest this information and really understand what I am saying. Um, so, last year, I did a video, and in this video that I did, I talked about spending a thousand dollars on NBA cards. I was really of course um into it because i listened to gary v i wanted to know what's going on there and i'm a huge basketball fan so i mean this seemed like something that i would be really really into doing i bought some of my favorite guys you know the very obvious investments you know the anthony davises because of course lebron james was going to be on his team this year uh bought the pascal siakam with no why, of course he was going to be there and then i saw cards like jason tatum You know, undervalued. It was only $50. I'm like, how is this only $50? He's like one of the best players in the league. It's obvious, isn't it? Um, And of course, Giannis, I thought he's the second best player in the league. The guy who's going to take the throne after LeBron was gone. It all just seemed so obvious. After $1,000 spent on eBay buying these cards, year gone by, I just wanted to do a year on year analysis see how they're doing you know didn't really expect much but you know in a literal pandemic i'm like let's see if they even held their value like i'm expecting card values to go down what i saw i almost shit myself i kid you not like i almost puked When businesses are closing, people are getting evicted, people can't even pay their rent. NBA card values, the ones that I bought up, went up not 2x, not 3x, not 4x. I went from $1,000 to $5,000 in value. I could not believe it. That $50 Jason Tatum card I bought? $500. I mean what i mean what's going on here that's a 10x return like what like seriously what is going on in the world right now where nba cards are exploding in value that much and the thing that really was scary to look at about the card market this was only the beginning You see, the NBA card market's a weird market, right? Uh, You look at any finite object that you can really hold. You know, gold normally is the inflation hedge. I mean, there's only a limited resource of it. You know, there's gold mines where the gold is stored, right? When cash is getting printed like crazy, people normally run to gold. I mean, it's as old as time. The original currency. This is how we used to store wealth, right? Somehow NBA cards are that new store of wealth paintings people loved paintings right billionaires loved it especially because you buy a painting for 10 grand it gets appraised for 100 grand even if you don't sell it for 100 grand you donate it to charity and all of a sudden you get a tax write off of over 10 grand and you just made that money in tax returns. I mean, it's it's a foolproof plan. You bring it across planes, um, it's easy to get in from one country to the other, it's a great way of storing wealth and money. I mean, if you're storing wealth in paintings, what's the difference of storing in an NBA card? And all of a sudden, I realized that this Anthony Davis card that I bought for $200, $300, and that was worth over $1,500, sometimes $2,000, depending on the sales histories. This is a card in 10 years that could be worth 100 grand because of limited population. And that these NBA cards that I'm holding aren't only going to be sold to future card collectors. But the nature of who those card collectors would be in the future is the real currency. We're only seeing glimpses of it yet. But we've seen the complex shows of NBA players going to their favorite NBA store and showing them their super geeky pick of shoe that like is so limited edition that they're just so happy to have it. I mean, my God. What are we going to do when those shows turn into going into meek mills house and i'm showing you his limited edition kobe rookie card that well there's only 10 in the world or you literally go to drake's house and he shows you how he has a limited edition first generation Quai card signed by him himself worth and valued over a million dollars i mean we've seen the auction of the lebron james rookie card selling for over a million dollars That broke headlines everywhere. And LeBron even posted about it saying that, don't think I don't have a couple of these to myself. To the people who really go in and find out what's happening in the market now, the investments are so simplified. Right now, Devin Booker, his card is valued at $1,500 for like, the most pristine 10 out of 10 card and just just let you know for those that don't know about nba cards at all like the thing that makes them really valuable is they're graded and what that means is you send your card to get graded that gets put in a plastered case that you can't break open so that if i'm reselling it on ebay and you see that number it's one out of ten if you see that ten on there you know this is the highest quality of card and it's authenticated Buy that grading company. So when you go on eBay right now, you can find a 10 out of 10 Devin Booker card for 1500 And to all my non-NBA players who are NBA fans on the podcast who've never heard of him, you've heard of Kobe Bryant scoring 81 points. Well, Devin Booker scored like 72 at the age of like 22 years old, like some ungodly, unfathomable feat in the league. Um, when he eventually gets a league either MVP or gets his championship ring, the value of his card is going to exponentially increase. He is so good, and he's all about becoming famous. I mean, if I'm wrong, I think he's dating one of the Kardashians. Let's see here. Devin Booker girlfriend. He's literally dating Kendall Jenner. Literally right now. He he knows what he's doing. He knows. And this guy in around three years is going to be a household name similar to LeBron James. This is one of the next great scorers in the league. The NBA is easily going to become the most popular sports in five years. With China already being 20% of its revenue, what's going to happen when the nation of Africa With all the people there, all the different countries in Africa start paying attention to basketball because the best player in the league is Giannis Atomokounmpo, which is of Nigerian descent and also grew up in Greece. What's going to happen when India gets its first big player? I mean, Yao Ming, what he did for the China market? Exploded NBA revenues. So, what's going to happen when India's version of Yahoo Ming hits the league and then it gets access to its billion population and becomes the most popular sport there? As the NBA grows and grows in popularity, especially in this post corona world where it's one of the only sports that can operate because all these players can stay in the bubble, what's going to happen when the popularity of the sport grows? I'm going to let you know. The NBA card market is going to explode. And as these cards right now are only worth a thousand of dollars for the most pristine limited edition cards that there's only a population of five. I'm telling you. It's not going to be long before we see those episodes on YouTube of LeBron James showing you his hundred million dollar NBA card collection. And as always, the best, most brightest investors are the uneducated ones. That's because the uneducated investor, they never stop learning. I personally, what I'm going to do is I'm going to buy around 10 grand of cards in November. And in 10 years, I think they have a 30% chance of being worth a million dollars. I think there's a 90% chance of me at least keeping my investment if I hold it for 10 years. And I think there's a 10% chance of it being worth less than I originally paid for it that's my what i see. Uh this year my cards went up 5x. Do i expect that to happen next year? No. If it went up 2x next year, would it surprise me again? Um it wouldn't surprise me. Honestly, it really would not. If in a pandemic it grew 5x, uh what happens when it's just normal market conditions? However, do i expect my cards to go up not only 10x again, so from so a 10 grand investment grows 10x, that's 100 grand but grow 10x again from that. So do I expect the card market to, it can go up 100x in 10 years? Uh yeah, I think that's very possible. Very possible, especially with the limited amount of cards there are in these populations. I mean, these NBA cards, uh the producers don't want to flood the market with cards when they are originally printed, so there's limited populations. I think with any thing economics rules always apply supply and demand and i think a lot of millionaires are going to look at this as their new way to flex on their people around you don't buy an nba team because it's a great investment you buy it because of the fame it gets you so that you can flex on the other billionaires around but anyways that's just my thought let me know if i'm wrong let me know if i'm stupid let me know if i need to jump off a bridge i'm at fly stewie on twitter and we fly crew Need to take off. See you next time.